Hey friend, welcome to the SOS Mom Show. I'm Jennifer and I'm here with you for another episode today. I'm so glad you joined me. So today we're going to talk about where do you, what to do when you feel overwhelmed with everything that's on your to-do list and how to really prioritize getting the stuff done that's important. Um, I know that priorities and this sort of thing has been on the topic a lot, but this is something that I keep hearing from everyone I talk to, that their list of to-dos is just, they don't know where to start. There's so much to do. There's so much going on that they feel overwhelmed and frustrated and stressed with trying to get everything completed. So here's what I'm going to share with you. All right, I'm going to give you a couple of things that I've talked with people about over the last few days and just kind of give you some guidance on how to figure out what should be done first and where to focus your priorities. Here is what people are saying to me. So the things that are making them feel overwhelmed when they share them with me, they aren't aware exactly of what it is, but because they have so many things on their plate and so many people um, asking for them to do things or expecting things of them, they just feel overwhelmed like us moms, right? We got our kids that are asking things, the school's asking stuff, our jobs are asking things, our husbands are expecting things, and our parents and our family and extended family this time of year, there just can be so many things that we have on our to-do list and then friends and neighbors and just everyone in our lives that are just expecting things or are asking things of you specifically. So this time of year, there's a lot of things that we're asked to host or participate in or um, share money or items, give money items to help support or um, get the projects done with school, with church, with charities, with friends and family. Everyone is asking us to help with something. And as moms, we already have just running our household and keeping up with our family's to-do list. It already keeps us busy. So adding the holiday expectations to the to-do list can sometimes just make us feel like we're drowning and that we just can't get ahead. I had one mom that had her family was wanting to rearrange bedrooms and she's hosting events this weekend and had children that needed to be out of town and other things. And then her family was asking her to do other things for them on top of that. So she just was feeling like she was just about to break down and she had other people that can help on her with some of the tasks, but she just needed a little bit of direction to potentially set those boundaries and guidelines. This is what I can do. If you can do this, this, or this, that would really help. Um, you know, those sorts of things. And the other things that really, really cause a lot of stress is that we aren't very good at setting those boundaries and giving those clear guidelines for people, especially when we're stuck in a situation where our parents are expecting something of us or um, someone, you know, maybe in-laws or grandparents or someone who you have been in a lower role than, right? They have a hierarchy (laughs) that's above you 
And so trying to respectfully set a boundary can often make us feel like it just makes us feel like we can't set that boundary, but not setting that boundary makes us feel suffocated, paralyzed. Just it makes us feel like we're going to explode because we can't use our voice. And so I'm going to share with you one of the most beautiful things that I had. My cousin, at some point, I I heard my cousin share this with um, either my grandmother or one of my aunts or someone. And it was very respectfully said, but it just really was just a wow moment for me of how to set a boundary that is a respectful way to say it and just gets their attention that, oh, okay. Um, I'm not sure exactly what was going on, but um, someone had told my cousin something and it, and she responded with, well, that's not your decision to make. <laughs> and she said it respectfully. She's an adult. She's in her 30s, 40s. She's in her 40s. So she's right there. She's capable of standing up for herself and being a respected adult and setting that boundary of letting an adult know that is not their decision to make on what her schedule would be or where she needed to be or how she needed to dress or something like that. I'm not sure exactly what it involved, but I did notice that the way she said it was impactful. It got the point across that it wasn't that person's decision to make for her, for what she was going to be doing and that they could respect each other in having that decision made Or, okay, that really isn't your decision to make. So what do you do? Let the person who needs to make that decision, make that decision, right? If, if one of my children (laughs) wanted to say something to me, or if I felt like I needed to say something to an adult in my life and set a boundary or a guideline, I'm, uh, (laughs) I'm not one to sugarcoat things too much. I like to get to the point and really say what needs to be said. And I've been accused of being blunt with my words a couple of times in the past. And so I've tried really hard to work on that and not be harsh with the things that I say. Um, Because my intention is never to upset someone. It's only to be respectful and kind and set those boundaries and not be taken advantage of or put in a position that's going to cause me to feel like I'm not capable of doing everything that needs to be done. I don't want to feel that way. I want to feel like I can handle the things that I need to do and that I can be there for the people that need me. So for me, letting um, my family know when they're coming to visit me, say, look, you're welcome. Like I'm welcome everyone into my home please don't expect me to do all the dishes. I will not be doing all of the cleanup. I will, I need you to help with the cleanup. If I'm hosting a dinner, if I'm hosting Thanksgiving, whoever the host is, that's who gets to choose the time, not someone else who's coming or who has asked them to host the meal. They're not in charge anymore. They gave up that responsibility to be on someone else's plate. If you've been asked to host the meal, you're the one in charge of what time the meal is. So pick a time that works for you. 
You don't have to do things that other people want you to do. If your husband is expecting dinner when he comes home, he may have to help with the kids a little bit. Um, (laughs) When you have little ones that are needing attention or there's um, a lot of stuff going on, or maybe he needs to pick up the kids from school, from their activity on his way home so that you have time to finish the meal. You know, my husband doesn't expect that, but I know many husbands who do. Um, And if you have a busy schedule, like most of us do, and lots of kids or multiple responsibilities in and out of the home, it is difficult to be on time with things at the house when you have multiple places you have to be driving to and picking up your children from school. Last school year, when I was driving to and from the school, spending a minimum of three hours a day in the car just for carpooling for school, it was exhausting. It was exhausting. It, it took so much of my life. And when I came home, if I had had a client before I had the kids, it was four o'clock and I hadn't had a lunch break yet. So if I didn't have the food in the car to eat on my way to pick up the children from school, I didn't have anything to eat until I got home. So I would make something quick when I got home. And then as soon as I sat down to eat, I was done. I didn't want to get up. I didn't want to do anything. And so my husband would ask what was for dinner, but we had eaten at three thirty, four o'clock. And so when he came home at seven, it was, sorry, too late. I mean, we ate this, you can heat some up and he wasn't interested. And it was just something that we just had to be flexible on during that season of our life. That wasn't what we wanted. It wasn't the way it needed to be long-term, but some days that's just how it was and being flexible and being setting those boundaries for what you're able to do. Like I could heat something up for my husband, but if it wasn't what he wanted, then he was free to go and do something else um, for dinner. Like if that worked for him, He's the one who has a a flexible time. You know, he sometimes works until five o'clock and sometimes he works until nine o'clock or 11 o'clock. It's not consistent and it's not something that I can count on. So we do our own thing. And if he has food at home, he has food at home, but it's not going to be guaranteed. I did cook something. The kids and I were all satisfied, but sometimes it's not ideal for what he wanted Um, I've gotten a lot better at stuff, especially having a teenage boy at home and another one right behind him, (laughs) trying to keep up with the food and making sure that they have a lot of protein and nutritious foods available that aren't full of all of the preservatives and food coloring and sugars and all that stuff that's not great for them. It takes a lot of thought. It takes a lot of time if you're going to cook the food instead of just purchase easy, you know, already cooked food frozen meals or whatever. It takes a lot of energy and thought and planning and grocery shopping and prep time in the kitchen. And it really can take over our schedule if we're not careful with it. But setting those boundaries with our loved ones and being respectful with how we present those boundaries and not being insensitive, not being insensitive to their needs as well that that is something they need to feel heard when someone is asking something of you they need to feel heard and you can let them know that you're not able to do that right now 
that's not something you're able to do. You can do this, but you know, maybe you can't host the, the meal this year and that you need to do something, but do something different, but you can bring, you know, whatever, three dishes or whatever, (laughs) two things for the meal. Um, you know, what, what are the things that you can do? Um, and how can you set those boundaries and be respectful of others around you? For my children, um, I have to set those boundaries. I cannot read this to you right now while I am still having a conversation to this person over here. I can't take you to the playground until you have finished picking up your stuff in the living room. You know, those are things that need to be discussed and communicated. And sometimes it's easy things like cleaning up the living room, right? Where they knocked the pillows down and left a couple of toys in there or other things that are more challenging to set those boundaries and to be respectable to those who deserve your respect, your elders, your grandparents, your parents, um, your loved ones. They all deserve to be treated with love and kindness and respect, but you also can't ignore your needs during this season. And so many moms just wear themselves down to exhaustion because they just don't set those boundaries and ask for help and, you know, divide up the tasks fairly between others. You know, just because that person works and you don't doesn't mean that you aren't completely filled up with your to-do list. You're expected to do so much. One of the things that I noticed when I was a child was when my grandparents retired, they were twice as busy. They were double the busyness that they had before they, when they were working full time. It was crazy how much busier they were. They were out of town. They were doing so many different events. They were hosting things with their church. They were um, so, so busy when they retired compared to when they worked full time. And so it's, I feel like it's the same way. When I was a stay at home mom, there were times in my life that I was very you know, I was just going to be either, I was most likely going to be at home or getting some groceries, right? During those seasons of life, when we have toddlers and little ones, I'm either going to be picking up the children to and from school, I'm picking up groceries, um, or doing a target run, or I'm at the house because who wants to take three little kids anywhere? Anybody? No, no, nobody. No, me either. Me either. I don't want to either. (laughs) So I'll probably be at home. So, um, then when I started working away from home, I was gone. I wasn't available. And then I would be home on the weekends or whatever. And it got crazier. And then I started working from home. And now I feel like my schedule is just absolutely insane trying to work from home. And (laughs) half the time I'm working in the car instead of at home. But it just gets to be... Um, you know, people expect because I work from home or because I have my own business or or whatever, and not just me, I've seen it with other people too, that our schedules are so flexible that we can do whatever they need us to do as well. But our schedules are flexible, but they're still full. They're still full schedules. Like if I choose to go and do something one day, 
that means that I'm going to have a dozen things that I have to squeeze in into those other work blocks that I have in my schedule because I cleared that day to go and be somewhere else or to do something else and missed out on all of the days to do list um, for my company and for my home and everything else. So just because it doesn't appear that that person has a lot on their to-do list, being respectful of their boundaries that they set with you and you being respectful of yourself and setting those boundaries with others is so important to keep us from feeling like we are just completely exhausted at the end of the holidays. So if you see that person in your life, if you see someone who is just stretching themselves so thin over everything that they have to do, see what you can do to help them. What is something that you can do to take something off of their plate? Anything. Um, you know, what, what can you do to make a difference for them? How can you help them to set those boundaries or to share the load with others? Um, or to take the slack. If you have people in your life who really aren't doing anything, when they come to, you know, they just, they're the person that comes to the events. They come, they hang out, they eat all your food, they drink all your drink, and they don't help or lift a finger to do anything, even clearing their own dishes or putting their trash in the trash can. Like, ask that person to pick up the broom, something, <laughs> wipe the table, anything <laughs> that you feel like they could do to help. If you didn't specifically go out of your way, if this is family, truly family, and everybody else has pitched in to help and they're just the ones that don't help with any of it, say something. Don't, don't feel resentful or anything. Ask them to do something and give them two things that they could do that would be helpful. Um, you have to set those boundaries. You have to, some people truly do not see a need and they do not see it. They are blind to it. So if you don't ask them specifically, they're completely oblivious that something needs to be done. So some people truly do need you to say something for them to notice it. And I know for years, I felt like I saw everything. Why can nobody else see it? You know, why is this not a problem for you? Why do you not see that this has been spilled on the floor and that these things have happened and, and all of this and the table needs to be cleared and this needs to be wiped off. And I haven't sat down in two hours and you haven't gotten up in two hours. You know, this is an unbalanced expectation. Um, and feeling like these people just, they don't see a need. And so when I, what I started doing was asking that those people in my life, if they would help with something, and they would happily get up and help, happily get up and help where I was over there, like just with these thoughts in my head that were not healthy thoughts, right? They were not happy thoughts in my head and I was feeling resentful. But as soon as I started asking for help, they started mentioning, what can I do to help the next time? And the next time, what can I do to help? And so it, it came to you know, it, it just created an understanding for myself that some people just need to know that there's a need because they're not aware of it without you saying something. So I'm giving you permission to ask for help and I'm giving you permission to set boundaries with others because those are some of the things, the top things I've noticed from women, from moms, 
um, from people who host during the holidays, from people who travel during the holidays, that we aren't being clear with our abilities and setting those clear boundaries and guidelines, you know, that what can we do? What am I going to take on my plate and what am I not going to be responsible for? So this is, I'll just give you a really cute example. Okay. So my husband's family, um, they all live, um, out of state. So we would all visit them. We would all get together in one place, one week a year. And we had like a timeshare so we could go to different locations and we would all, every family, um, my family, my husband and I, and each of his family members would each be responsible for a dinner one night during that week of timeshare vacation, right? We had, um, the first few years, everyone was responsible for a food, a drink and a dessert. And then they also were responsible for cleaning up. Well, after a few years and we started adding all the children in, it seemed like the drinks weren't as much of a a priority, right? So we could take that off of our to-do list. And so one family member just said, I'm not making anything for drinks. So bring your own drinks. And it was just like a sigh of relief for a lot for that person. And for me as well, as a host, (laughs) when I hosted that dinner later that week, I was like, oh, great. I don't have to make a drink because that's another expense. It's another, um, you know, time consuming thing that if you're making tea or, um, lemonade or whatever you would be making for everyone to share, it was just one more thing that I didn't have to worry about. And so it was really beautiful. And I I saw them set that boundary. I was like, they're not going to be making a drink. What are we going to drink? Okay, no problem. We've got this. We have drinks already in our place. We can bring a drink for each of us Um, and it'll be fine. So that was so easy. And it took the weight off of that person to not be responsible for that. And everyone was fine with it. It was an easy thing to not be doing anymore. So... What is something that you can take off of your plate and just set that boundary? Maybe this year, you're not going to be using fancy china that has to be hand washed for the holidays. Maybe you're just going to use paper dishes and throw them away and take that weight off your shoulders. (laughs) Don't forget, you can buy those crock pot liners for your crock pots and throw those away too. You can buy disposable foil pans and throw those away too. Or you can go and pick up some um, casserole dishes and some Pyrex or whatever glass dishes or whatever kind you want to get and send people home with those as leftovers. Just send them home with those dishes. (laughs) You don't have to keep, you don't have to go and buy all this other stuff and, and weigh yourself down with responsibilities. You can let go of that stuff. So I'm encouraging you What is something that you are going to take off of your plate this year that you have felt stressed about? Whatever it is, I want to hear it. So send me a message. What are you taking off your plate? What is going to be something that you're going to set that boundary and be clear with someone or give something up and just make something easier for you as the holidays come? I'm so excited to hear what it is. All right. I hope you guys have an awesome day. I love you so much. Thank you for joining me on this episode. I'll talk to you real soon. Bye. Hey friend, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. And if you haven't done it already, make sure you go to Apple Podcasts and leave a review for this show so more people can find it. 
If you want some more behind the scenes and more connection with me, come join the Facebook group at the SOS Mom Show. And you can email me or call 980-389-0399 and email at hello at the SOSmom.com. I'm waiting for you. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode. Did I say it right?